You have arrived at your destination. March of the 80s. Nineteen eighty-seven. The Hasbro Toy Company once again delves into animation to promote their new toy line. This time, utilizing holographic technology, Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light, dives into Saturday morning cartoons. The boom of the eighties seemed to be at its peak and was now capping out. At, you know, I. It sort of reminds me of this paycheck that I haven't gotten yet for doing these. Well, no, I understand that. I just. Well, I've been doing these for four weeks. And it's just a month, so if there's four weeks in a month, I don't understand why there's a fifth one here. It wasn't even in the contract that there'd be a fifth one. You, d you didn't realize there were five, five Thursdays in March. Did you not check a calendar before you hired me? Well, look, I, I, I'm a professional. I'll finish this one, but I expect my check to be in the mail. You understand? I, I don't need, I don't need this, this sort of disrespect. I, all right, as long as we understand. This week, it's Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light, on Animation Destinations, March of the 80s. I'm going to talk to my agent about this. It's preposterous. Can't believe it. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I am your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I am here with Brian Jones up. and Mitch Harmon, Yo. returning for the final day Last of one. March of the 80s. <laughs> Five Thursdays in March. Thank you very much, uh, March. But uh, we finally got it. Uh, we got the one more on there. We tackled the big four. Uh, the big 480s toy properties, but this is the, the lesser known one, let's <laughs> say. And uh, one of me and my brother's absolute favorite cartoons. I think I mention it like every time I come on your every show. Time and you now I show. actually get to talk <laughs> about true. it. It's like, true. Full, full blur. We're super stoked about that because it's really, it really is one of our favorite ones from our childhood. Our dad had a small tape of about seven episodes recorded. I think it had nine. Nine, yeah. It was, I think it, was it had lot. like nine of the 13, nine of the 13 uh, on a couple VHS tapes. Yeah. It was, we it was, watched the crap out of them over and over <laughs> that tape is worn uh, it still exists today my dad yep. still has that tape uh but we got the dvds later on we got there were bootleg dvds of every episode so yep. i've seen the whole series mitch has uh uh witnessed the series recently yep. uh, on the on the streaming sites i don't mind saying it for this one on kiss cartoon because it's not available anywhere else nothing uh, yep. is available nothing hasbro available. has it in the, in the if, if there's a hasbro equivalent of yeah. the disney vault right it's locked it's, tight it's in there it's locked <laughs> tight in the hasbro vault uh the, the hasbro bunker uh but yeah i wonder where that uh, is too i don't know uh they, they they're they're slowly experimenting with their other properties right now because they're really hot because they're 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 big on transformers right now my little pony exploded uh sure. they're throwing out new stuff like uh they have a new cartoon out that's uh web only called hanazuki that's a big hit right now uh it's kind of adorable um it's uh yeah it, it's it's so i just don't see how they could hurt them to to just have it available yeah for, and for 
purchase. You right, know? and there there was a there was a story out that I talked about the, saying that they were going to start like going back into their catalog of stuff and like putting stuff out for it. Visionaries was on that list, and it's like possible comics or something else coming out for mm. it. The only Comic, thing comics existed before. Comics existed before. There's 13 comics of it as well, um, and it had a few extra things on top of it. But we'll get into that as we get into the uh, uh, as we get into the show itself. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to go into our first segment, which is our regular animation recommendation. The tongue rolls for Hunter, always. Um, <laughs> he's impressed by that. Animation recommendation goes to uh, the Coco short uh, for Pixar's Coco, um, which is uh, pretty great. Uh, it has the dog, Dante. I think it's called Dante's Bone or Dante's Treat, something like that. But it's uh, Dante the dog, uh, which is this idiotic-looking little mangy mutt hairless Mexican dog. I don't know what type of dog. Probably a chupacabra. Yeah, right? It's just like, yeah. He's got a big, dumb, long tongue. He's just real dumb looking. And he sees a bone and he wants to eat it, but the bone starts moving on its own. It's a possessed demonic bone. It's a possessed demonic bone and he's like running after it. And my favorite part of the show is when he catches it and like he's just like all proud and he's like walking like real proud with it. And he just stops (laughs) and he's like trying to walk but it's just, and then it starts like like go back into his throat and he's like ah, he has to turn and like run after it because it's like still moving and it turns out to be part of this like skeleton man who I guess is a character in the movie as well uh, and then the dog sees him and he just starts like drooling because he's like made of bones yeah. like, is, is, the, is the skeleton Coco do we know it's possible I don't know because the kid's not named Coco uh, okay. and uh, which once that movie comes out I'm going to have a versus that kid versus uh, Kubo because they both have a magic guitar right. uh, so it's, it's kind of obvious that that needs to happen uh, but Dante's the dog. That's the only thing I really know. I haven't really delved into it because I kind of want to jump into that one kind of blind. So uh, all I know is there's a magic guitar. And there's a bunch of, you know, uh, Day of the Dead uh, type stuff. That's and awesome. Super stoked about that because I still need to watch The Book of Life. See, I was going to say, like, The Book of Life, I absolutely loved. Yeah. And it's not because it's like an amazing story. Right. It's just visually beautiful. The, the, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. movie. That's basically it's what meh. I get. Yeah, the story, yeah. The story, I mean, it's not bad. It's just right, that, yeah. the, like, it, you know, it's the, all about going into the afterlife mm-hmm. and meeting your family and blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, Dia de, Dia de los Muertes yeah. is her design and Zabalba. They're just so well right. done. It's, it's just so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And then when they get into the afterlife, yeah. where they, the, uh, uh, I can't remember the main character's name, but when he meets all of his ancestors, right. like each one is from a different era of Mexico and all this stuff. Right. And like they, each one of them has a very unique design and all this stuff. And I'm just, uh, yeah. it's beautiful. So I'm, yeah. I'm stoked about this new one. I, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to see Coco. Coco, yeah. Or I'm, I'm stoked to see Pixar take on the, the, the aesthetic. Uh, I definitely need to see Book of Life. Uh, it's, I, I feel a remiss after not seeing it. Um, so I'll, I'll give that a look and definitely check out. Coco I'll say it's on HBO Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give that a look then. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Coco, uh, Pixar, they, they do good movies. That's, <laughs> that's the, what they the, do. The, mm-hmm. the, the worst thing they can make is a decent film. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's like the worst thing they can make. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah when, when the worst criticism you can give of, of a, of, of a, a movie studios right. thing is like, meh, not for me. Yeah, right, exactly. That's like the literal yeah, worst like, you can give to right. Pixar. It's like, oh, Cars 2? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Life? Meh. 
That's that's literally the worst thing they can they can produce. Uh, Bugs Life way better than Ants. Did you ever see Ants with uh, Woody uh, Woody Allen? Woody, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen and, yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not good. It's not good. Uh, it's not good. It's very boring. Didn't very Patrick Walburn? Uh, Walburn? Yeah. No, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Yeah, some big lug lug yeah. head dude. I don't know. Yeah, Warburton's in uh, Bugs Life actually. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, he's one of the bugs in there. I think ah, I could okay. be dead wrong. I don't know. Uh, Whatever. He'll always be crunk to me. So, uh, <laughs> Honestly, the, the only thing in a bug's life I really like is Dave Foley because yeah. I just love anything he does. Yeah, Dave Foley's <laughs> awesome. Uh, but he doesn't get to be Dave Foley in it. That's the problem. It's true, it's yeah. Like, uh, anyway. Still- All right. Uh, that's our animation recommendation. Uh, go watch that short and go watch Coco because it's probably going to be real good. <laughs> On to two news. We got a bit of tune news. A few trailers came out today. We have uh, the My Hero Academia season two simul dub teaser. We are in an era, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Where not just simulcast, simulcast subtitled uh, programs come out from Japan and uh, America on the same day. They have rele- They will be releasing simultaneously April first the sub the subtitled. And dubbed version of My Hero Academia uh, season two, so it's literally they co-produced the second season for American release and Japanese release, hmm. uh, and we will be getting the the dub as it comes out in Japan. We'll be getting the English version <laughs> yeah. simulcast, I think, onto Hulu. So, uh, yeah. That's, yep. that's the world we live in now. No, no more months <laughs> yeah. uh, of waiting for someone to translate. We are now name. amalgamed entirely with uh, <laughs> yeah. with Japan. It's, well, it's, as big as anime keeps growing and growing and growing yes. in the United States, yeah. th- it's the only logical thing. It's because true. Because if you start yeah. making people... The, it, nowadays, with our... You know, Coach P loves our microwave society. Right. Where, yeah, you know, exactly, everybody yeah. wants it right now. It's true. It's, it's just the next logical step. It's the it's only true. way to keep it... Mm-hmm. To growing right yeah you got to keep and, advancing and that's the thing uh, funimation and crunchyroll have been pushing this whole advancing of technology this advancing of marketing and spreading this whole other because like they basically had to negotiate crunchyroll had to negotiate with studios to say hey like this is a completely new revenue stream where uh anime was kind of struggling revenue wise in japan uh dealing with the recession because like dvd sales you know like are in like dvd sales of japanese of of you know uh anime in japan are insanely high box sets are like equivalent of like 300 dollars in japan it's insane and it's pretty hefty over here too like i remember getting my box over here they're imports Exactly, they're not imports in Japan. Exactly, in Japan they're right there. But like, I remember paying like a uh, hundred and twenty dollars for the full discs uh, set of Helsing. Yep, not Helsing uh, Ultimate, the later one that was more close to the manga, the yep. original one. So, which is only like six discs. It's only like six discs and yeah. like thirteen episodes, and that's like, it's like it. twenty bucks a disc, and it's like twenty dollars <laughs> a disc. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, uh, and you know, it's a double disc set, so it's it's crazy. Yep, um, it's like forty dollars. For each, yeah. you know, I remember case. when you picked it up, and I yeah. remember watching it right away. Yeah, because I love like, it. Yeah, it's so expensive. Yeah. Someone showed me like the first like three episodes. Like, well, I need to get this, and I got it, and uh, it was great. Uh, but you know. That that's that's the realm we're in now. We're we're now so amalgamed with uh, Japan that it's just like, oh yeah, we'll just we'll just produce the dub and the and and the Japanese you know voice acting at the same time, right? And just 
just release it. Not only that, My Hero Academia is a good one to do it with because it's a very Americanized story. It's a Japanese. It's take. Western. Yeah, it's very Western. It's it's very very comic book superhero type story mixed with a Japanese classroom because that's what all anime is. Yeah, <laughs> like right. all anime has to Soul take place. Eater, Naruto. It has to yeah. take place in a Japanese classroom <laughs> of some form. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why that is. It's just the thing that's popular, which is probably why One Piece is so, so different because there's no classroom in yeah. One Piece. Um, but yeah, um, there's actually a great video uh, by Super Eye Patch Wolf uh, on the reason he wants to do an episode called Why You Should Watch One Piece. But he did a brilliance of One Piece episode and why it's the most popular manga of all time. Oh. Uh, and it's pretty brilliant the way he talks about it and just like how like simple the idea is. And that's pretty much why. Like not only that, like the art is really like different than anything else. But also there's a driving goal for the main character mm-hmm. that is overarching. And that's like... Like perfect, you know, just like is like he has to find one piece. That's that's his goal. So everything in subsequently in between is just him in the direction of yeah. getting to one. Just piece. obstacles, so, just yeah. part, part just, of his journey. Yeah, and that's part of his journey, and that's part of his growth, and it all just sort of works. I have to check that out because so, I yeah. I do like One Piece for its simplicity. It's an adventure right. story. It is. It's all. And, it is. And he's yeah. he's he's finding his crew right now. He's finding his crew, but he eventually <laughs> has his crew. You're right at the beginning. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> Sanji is. Uh, yeah. They just met Sanji right now. Yeah. So um, but, I have not watched One Piece yet. So uh, I'm, it's, I'm, it was surprisingly the yeah. first two episodes really caught me. And yeah. It was just like, man, this is so good. <laughs> I don't know what. Like I said, I don't even. I, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Because the animations, a, it's it's a little dated. Right. It's not bad. But sure. It's, it's, it's a little. You can tell it's done a couple years ago. Oh yeah. Several years ago at best. Right. But it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm hooked easily. There you go. Our next bit uh, is the Captain Underpants first epic movie trailer. (laughs) Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Uh, Captain Underpants is a little uh, comic. Uh, I think it's a web. It was was actually a book. It was a book. Way back in the day, because I remember going to Scholastic's uh, book fairs. Right. And basically, it was just Scholastic would bring in a bunch of cardboard cutout standees and put books on them and then say, hey, kids, buy the books. Right. I remember Captain Underpants. Yeah, because the the Scholastic. Classic book fair was always where I went and got my goosebumps. I right, had like right. one through yeah, yeah, it's fifty right. something of goosebumps mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Um, but I just like did yeah. I miss something here? Did yeah. They, did they just is, is there a new web series? I, or? I think there's a I think there's a comic out with it. Um, is there okay? And I think that's what the design is based off of. I love the designs of this uh, because it looks so different from. Every freaking 3D animation <laughs> out there. Right. There's this softness that's with every th- like you know how it looks. You've seen it, yeah. and it's no more prevalent than when if you look at the concept art of How to Train Your Dragon and How to Train Your Dragon. Finally, you know I like the look of How to Train Your Dragon, but the concept art is so much more, so much different, and so much better that I wish they <laughs> went with that. But you can tell like it got to some ex- executive that was like, "Well, you got to smooth out those those hard lines. We yeah. can't have like we can't have hard edges. It's got to be smoothed out. Got to look more like you know, got to look more like Pixar or something like that. You know, and just and it's all sort of homogenized and it's really irritating." This is a. I, I still think How to yeah. Train Your Dragon has a more unique look than anything Pixar. Yeah, I mean, it, it, is, I, I, it I has a, it, but, like yes, it, it there are cartoony things, but right. there, there's a lot more. Um, I, I don't know how to how to put it. Uh, 
<laughs> it's, it's it's odd to say a dragon looks realistic. Well, yeah, but like the well, like like especially the villain in How to Train Your Dragon Two, right? Yeah, it has the the giant, you know, the, sure. the, the, the huge giant, whatever. I can't remember what they call the dragon, sure. but but the big giant thing. It, it yeah. looks it looks like something that would be out of a D and D movie. It's true. Instead of a How to Train to, Your Dragon, yeah. to be to be fair, like the designs still hold up, especially the look of the dragons because they right. they they keep the sharp edges on the dragons, but like right. the sharp edges on like on like Hiccup and Astrid and all those characters. If you look at the concept designs, right. they're way more interesting than when they end up. Right, being. right. But they're still. Yeah. But I, I think they're still a step ahead of some yeah. of the others. One of the reasons I sure. love How to Train Your Dragon that the, the series, right. I can't wait till the third movie because so, the first two are fantastic. Right. So Captain Underpants um, it, it doesn't look like particularly that entertaining to me. Looks like Dilbert. It looks like yeah, but or Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> well, yeah, like, no, the, the characters kind of look like character that. design they look wise, like out of a comic strip. Exactly. Character design wise, it looks like one of the best things I've ever seen. Entertaining wise, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's got Kevin Hart. He's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. But uh, it doesn't look like anything that I would like just go see. I'll probably end up go seeing it, but yeah. uh, it just who doesn't... was the other one? Is it Bill Hader? Uh, no, there's I, another I, comedian in there. Yeah, in Kevin Hart. I can't remember who it is. I forget that. But um, Helms, something Helms. Ed Helms. Ed oh, Helms. from from Ed the Helms, uh, yeah. yeah from uh, the Office. And, office yeah. yeah, Ed Helms is the is uh, Captain Underpants. He's what's that? What's that movie? Hangover. Hangover, Hangover yeah. movies. Yep. So yeah, so not a comedian. Uh, <laughs> 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 sorry, uh, but anyway, um, so Captain Underpants. It, it looks really. It looks great because it it has a, it has such a unique look to it. Very peanuts. Very uh, yeah. Peanuts is a good yeah, example. A very yeah, Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes. Hobbes. Yeah, so it looks so much like Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, it, it's and that I love about it. I, I hope that they continue. I hope that this does well so that it will like show people like you don't have to homogenize like everybody's look. You can look different. You mm-hmm. can have something that looks different than what you have. Um, you know, I understand like you know models. Same models work. You know, to get the technology going. I, I just I, I need things to look a little right. bit different. <laughs> it's probably why I like Moana so much. They're like again, the designs are kind of the same, but because they're just that sort of bigger Samoan, you know that that look, it just looks so much different. Well, and they, like so, well the tattoos and stuff, the tattoos too. and the hair. Yeah, like yeah. no one has hair like that, and it's like the best hair tech like ever made. Right, and it just looks beautiful. And like that, that's probably why I liked that more than Zootopia, even though like Zootopia like got way more critical acclaim than Moana, but. For me, my Disney movie was Moana. <laughs> yeah, was like, but you know, not that I disliked Zootopia by any stretch. No, I but Moana was—I feel like it was it was Zootopia Disney as well. Yes. So I feel like Moana was more of a Disney movie. It only, was only because of the fact yeah. that you actually had musical numbers, right? And like there was just you know every princess needs to have her pet, right? She had hey hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, Pua, yeah, right. but but then the uh, the adventure was hey hey. So yeah, yeah. I know it's like we all expect. Yeah, all throughout these trailers, said, we see Pua with her, yeah. and then it's just nope. She leaves with the chicken, so yeah. whatever. It's weird. But the chicken stows away, but whatever, yeah. you know. And you could have so. had Pua and the chicken. You could have had Hey Hey and the chicken. Yeah, Pua, but yeah, whatever. But, yeah. uh, the Rock has a song in it, so it's great. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, so is Wyclef on it with him? Uh, no. <laughs> um, if you smell. So the Swan Princess still has a franchise, apparently. Uh, royally undercover. Um, it. 
came out this Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Swan Princess, royally undercover. Yeah, you mentioned this. I, I do not remember the Swan Princess at all. There's a whole franchise. There were like, there were three of them that came out. Like it was in the 90s, early 90s, when Disney when when Disney princess movies were the hit. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, Little Beauty Mermaid, the Beast, Mermaid, Beauty yeah, Beast, yeah, yeah. All those. So and then Anastasia tried to capitalize on it, and uh, Disney smacked that down. Swan Princess was the first one. That was a DreamWorks movie, uh, and it, it's just sort of this sort of like watered down Disney mo- Disney princess movie. Let's say. Right. Uh, the only thing I really remember about it is that Stephen Wright played the turtle. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I don't know if he still plays the turtle. I I think the turtle's still in this, but it's literally about like the main characters like children doing a thing. I guess I don't. I'm sh- I was just shocked that this was still a thing. It's still yeah, it's still Cause, around. Yeah, because I I remember the three movies coming out in the '90s, and then it just sort of went away. Our little cousin used to love them. She watched them all the time. Um, <laughs> I love that you've heard of Melanie as, as our little cousin. Well, she is. She's. I know. She's just. Like, she was the youngest of all. Like, I know because well, we had we had we, had, we, had we the were, four of us. We were all within yes within a yes, year. Of we each were all other. within like a year of each other. Yeah. And then Melanie was a few was years Tony, behind. So you, she, yeah. Tony, you, Jason, me. Yeah. We're all within a year of each other. You know? Tony's two years of me. Oh, he's two years. He's, so Tony's a little bit older than all of us, but still, he's the old man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Melanie was like she was like five six years younger than us, right? Is that what she's at? About five or six years. Even though she she's like twenty seven. Yeah. She's almost thirty now. She's almost thirty now. It's maddening. It's 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 maddening to think about. Your she, little she cousin's still, going to be thirty yeah. soon. Of course, right. maybe it's just me. We could, right. She still passes like a teenager because she's true. Still like she's the, so tiny, like she's so little. Yeah. Thanks she, for listening, Mel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. She's, uh, she's so little and she still looks so young. It's right. Like, it's, yeah. You'd never. She watched these all the time. Uh, apparently, there's still a market for them. I guess I don't know. Uh, I haven't watched this thing yet. Apparently, it's going to be on DVD. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, it came out on DVD this month. This this uh, this week. Tuesday. So, Tuesday. So whatever. That when cool. they still drop DVDs. <laughs> that's, when they that... dr- that's when they drop them. A hot drop DVD. <laughs> Last bit of news. Then we'll get into this freaking show that we love so much. Uh, Attack on Titan season two trailer dropped. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Like, if you haven't read the manga, there are massive spoilers in this. Now, saying that, there's not a spoiler for everything. There's massive things that happen in this season that are going to be crazy. They're going to blow your mind. It's going to be nuts. But there is one massive spoiler. Uh, the Beast Titan is a massive spoiler. Um, not so much just seeing it. You can see the Beast Titan, sort of a hairy ape-looking Titan. Uh, and that's not so much a spoiler because, you know, it's, just like, it's another Titan. Uh, but something happens with it in the trailer that's like, what? And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to get too tied up into it. Either come at it fresh, or I don't know. Well, what, I think you watch the trailer and still be surprised by a lot of other stuff. Um, there have been a lot of rumors circulating uh, about the delay of this because the last episode was in 2014. Hmm. It is now 2017, people. Uh, I don't <laughs> let know. Me check you, my watch. Let me check my watch here. It's about three years later, um, and literally about three years. It was like it was like March of 2014 was when the last episode came out. So it's been three years. Um, so uh, there's been a lot of speculation to like the delays. 
apparently the studio doesn't have a whole lot I of money. I blame Russia. I blame Russia. She always blame Russia. Anyway, um, <laughs> but there's a lot of delays of things going on. Um, there were rumors saying that it wasn't going to follow the manga, that they were taking their own right. I don't know how true those things were, but it feels to me like that's what was going to happen. And then the leaks happened because this happened. The leaks happened like two years ago. I think the leaks happened and they were just like, well, okay, we're just going to go with the manga because everything in this trailer follows exactly where the manga is (laughs) going. So I was super happy to see that and see that those rumors are not true. We're not going to see Aaron die within five minutes of the new season. Like there were like rumors that he was going to die like really soon, like into the new season. And it's like, that would be stupid. Like that's like the purpose (laughs) of the whole manga is the fact that Aaron anyway, but anyway, uh, so it looks great. Uh, I want to actually show it to you guys just because it's freaking insane. If you know just a little bit about Attack on Titan, I feel like you'd get hyped for this thing. Just if you know <laughs> a little bit about it, because, you know, the Titans are creepy. Let's do a reaction video. Let's do a reaction video. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see the thing? Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. And we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll do one of the silent reactions where we just play it and not do anything to it just to get the views. You got to bob your head even if it's not a song. It's the most... <laughs> it's the most horrible stuff on YouTube out there right it now. It really is. It's so bad. Reaction videos <laughs> are the worst. Calling you out, reaction videos. Last bit of uh, last bit of news is that I hosted uh, I hosted uh, with Hunter. I hosted <laughs> Table of Fun. That's right. Uh, on, yeah. uh, Very successful Table of Fun. I'm sorry. That, that should come in the plugs. I'll, I'll talk about it in the plugs. We'll plug stuff so later go. on. So anyway. Spoilers. <laughs> exactly. Spoilers for that is come. Moving on to our topic. Ah. Of the day, which is Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. Um, basically, Hasbro uh, got a hold of some uh, got a hold of some uh, holographic technology. Um, I used to have it in my head. Um, well, let's go into it. Uh, Visionaries basically uh, is about a bunch of. It's based about the the it's an alternate the planet, right? Alternate planet Prismos. Prismos has Prismos. three sons. Three sons align, pour forth their light. Sorry. Anyway, um, so three sons on Prismos. Uh, they all kind of have like this eclipse or like solar flare. The, the, the three suns align. Yeah, they align. Yeah, so and then like and it uh, shuts down all technology. And it shuts down all technology. It's it's, it's like this advanced world. Uh, it's got floating, you know, flying cars and towers, jets. It's really Jetsons, like minus the pollution. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's it's like super like paradise. Everything's solar power. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I can't believe it. And uh, it just and immediately it starts off just like, uh, yeah, that's not that's not a thing anymore. Boom. <laughs> All technology shut down. Electricity, not a phenomenon anymore. No electricity. That's just weird, you know. Friction's still a thing because you can still start fires, but uh, <laughs> but like but like electricity apparently just doesn't work. Things don't power. Uh, just whatever what, they were using for technology yeah, no longer exactly. works. Exactly. Immediately. Uh, yeah, feudal times. Immediately feudal times. It's not even like like oh, decades later. No, yeah. we see some of the characters in that frame of of life. Uh, we see Viralina on the news. Well, and also like uh, uh, wasn't um, Re- oh my gosh, Ektar, Ektar and Recon were a detective. Were, were, were cops. Yeah. yeah, he was a cop, and Ektar was or Recon was a was a con artist. Was a con. Artist. Yeah, they yeah. talked about the relationship they had together. I was like, yeah, yep. it's, he, it's just so funny. Like it's like technology goes down. Like what do we do first? Let's go back to medieval nice. times. 
times. Medieval yeah. times. Knights. Castles <laughs> built, armor made. And it's not just the armor. Like the, yeah. the, the, the peasants are all wearing like <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're, right. yeah. they're wearing peasant garb. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like what did you guys have clothes? Like yeah, robes yeah. and stuff? I right? just keep wearing that I, stuff. I feel yeah. like you could have kept your clothes. Yeah, you could have kept your clothes. No, 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 no. We have we have castles and knights now. We must uh, dress the part. <laughs> um I had a I had a whole factoid ready and I, I forgot the guy who did it. The guy who created the holographic technology for the toys was big into something. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Apple or something. It was like oh. it was like IBM or something. He helped develop like a lot of technology and he was like really prolific and then he just developed this like holographic technology and was like, Oh, we could probably sell this to a toy company. Yeah, you could print <laughs> they, they could print really cheap holograms. That's yeah. where they that's where the concept of the show came up. Right. Yeah. Because and, all the characters have a hologram of their totem. Totem and their staff. Yeah. Then, on yeah, on, on the figures. So right. that's where they came up and they just said, Oh, we'll make them knights and they have these totem armors and right. they have the you know, this the magic staffs and, and they had and you had the holograms on there. Yeah, the ones in the staffs actually changed if you angled them from one image to another. Right. Yeah. But yeah. And, the- and it was it was it was just an interesting little factoid. Like the guy who invented that, like, was way into like like uh, like he was a big tech mogul, and he just like sold this thing to be like, be like oh, this is a thing we can do. Uh, and Hasbro was like, yeah, we can we can do that. He invented <laughs> something else. He's he's you'd, credited you'd, as yeah. another you'd be big. Surprised patent. how many like. Yeah tech guys will make kids toys like there the guy there was a guy uh working for nasa uh trying to figure out how to like properly cool cool systems or whatever right the like, engine systems and he created the super server so super soaker because it's just <laughs> right. like the, the same mechanics for like building pressure and all that yeah. stuff he just made it into a toy water gun and dude's like i don't need to work for nasa anymore because yeah. i made a million dollars right yeah same concept different scale right. yeah exactly yeah. one of my favorite ones of those is uh henry orenstein oh he, yeah henry orenstein is actually the he is the American, he holds the American patent for Transformers. Mm-hmm. He also invented the pocket hole cam for poker where you can see the that, hole cards. That's right, yeah. Oh. Same guy, Transformers and the pocket cam. That's he right. Invented- <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. You, you, he, my brother was really into professional poker for a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah. I played it, poker professionally. You, you I wasn't just into it. That's true. <laughs> um, well, you were into it. Uh, but anyway. Oh, uh, I know, but I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, uh, so basically, uh, it was it was to cash in on this toy line. Um, you know, uh, they decided to make a cartoon, and that was the premise. And so, after all the technology shut down, uh, enter the world, the age of magic, and Merklin uh, basically foretold this uh, this coming of the age of magic, uh, to which you know, like there will be uh, people who basically guide the world into this new path of uh, archaic nonsense let's say <laughs> i mean it's, it's just weird because it's like it's like you know it, it actually is a really good premise for a show because you see it happening like like people are having trouble trouble with crops people have trouble like with manual labor because they've never done it before right they've had robots uh, they've had to robots do it. to yep. do it so like these people like turn to slavery because they've never worked before it's just like it's really like it it, it, it they they never like s- step away from that um so and that, and, that, and, that, and that's pretty cool. But uh, this is done by Sunbow Productions, same people that did Transformers and G.I. Um, Joe. Um, but no uh, no Hector Ramirez in this one, sadly. Because <laughs> like, it's on Prismos, not Earth. So. Uh, no Geraldo Rivera uh, 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 placement. Uh, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, basically... 
uh, I guess that's pretty much what it is. And it's basically the story of the Spectral Knights, the good guys, versus the Darkling Lords, mm-hmm. which are just, just great 80s yeah. names for two factions. <laughs> right. Uh, love it. Um, and I, <laughs> I, just, I just love that, like, one of the guys, like, yells out Darkling Lords, and, like, like the main guy's like, yeah, I like the sound of that. We'll be the Darkling Lords. That's their name. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, all right, fine. Let's roll with it. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, I love it. Um, the and they had, they had a comic book come out with it as well, um, mm-hmm. which expanded on a lot of the lore. Uh, actually, uh, the coolest thing about it, uh, let's say, um, they each had each one of the characters that had a staff. Um, not every character did, mm-hmm. but certain characters had like a staff. Right, Isn't it like four and four, four, uh, four, four and four. Guys, yeah, four I want to say yeah, four for the good, four for the bad. Each one had yep. a staff, and then two, and then they had uh, uh, two pilots for each each team, mm-hmm. um, and then. Um, than the girls, <laughs> which which in the comic actually received shields. Yes. Uh, one was a shield of heal, shield of healing, and one was a shield of pestilence. So mm, you uh, got what? Yeah, right. I just go figure. It was Galadriel. She got pestilence. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful dolphin got to, no. Um, no, obviously, yeah. But no, the, so that was like so they actually got something that didn't get that in the show yet. They yeah, didn't quite right. get to those points. Um, interestingly enough, but uh, they even had their own little uh, little uh, names. For them too, and uh, they I think they came with the toys as well. So, because mm. um, uh, they had like the little like uh, the quote from what they say for each one of those as well. So, like that's the coolest thing is like the staffs. Everybody has an incantation right. in order yeah. to activate it. Well, in the comic, even yeah. their totem, they had to incant. They, they uh, had yeah, the incantation yeah, just to turn into the animal, which they the don't animal. have in the show. They just they just turn into it, yeah. they just instantly turn into yeah. whatever their animal guess, totem like, is. To yeah. use a staff, it was like a special occasion, right? But your animal, like we could only use it once. That's yes. true, and then you gotta recharge it. Recharge but, the um, but the animal, like, people were turning into the animals left and right on that yeah. in, in the show, so. Yeah. Uh, it was a shorter one in the comic. It was sort of just like Courage of the Lion or something, and then he would pop into the lion. I remember so. Cryotex being almost as long as his regular one. No, no. I, I think they're all, I think they're all just like, like strength, like, not strength of the bear. That's a, that's a, that's, <laughs> Brave a, that's Star. a Brave Star reference, but it's something like that. It's, it's, it's just something I, real quick. I, re- well, I remember reading it. I had, it's, it's, no. as, as 80s as this sound, I think one of the figures came with a 3D comic. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. You don't yeah. get much more 80s than a what? 3D yeah. comic. Bravestar had that too. Right. I remember, but, but, I, remember the I remember Cryotex thing. Mm. I remember reading it when I was a kid and it was much longer than a couple words. Yeah, it maybe. was it was like two sentences. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, maybe it was just maybe it was just long-winded that day. Uh, anyway, maybe. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, it, it was it was cool and uh, basically Merklin uh, is like kind of guiding them to keep them pool of magic going because even it's kind of like we need to get this thing like going so there's like magical items that well, i guess Merklin has his selfish needs of why he gave them the power basically why he gave them the magic because like, he needs people yeah to keep his magic to keep his magic going right he's not he's not an altruistic character no, which, he's great which i kind of love like he basically is like yes i will reward you with no. this magic no. power and then you realize oh you we're supposed to run errands for you yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like yeah if you want to keep the magic power flowing, right? So it, he's not—he's—he's he's not like a well, villain also, by he, any stretch. No, he all—he supports. Yeah, he supports the heroes and the villains. He does. He he's breaks completely. the villains out of jail. He does. He breaks <laughs> the villains out of jail. He—he he supports both. He supplies the. Uh, he supplies the uh, the spectral knights with like magic to help crops grow and stuff yeah, like that. Help the their people. citizens. Help the citizens. Like he provides them with the, with these sorts of things because you know technology is no longer a thing. This is the new age. Help us 
you know, bring in the new age this way. And Merklin's just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, so long as you keep my pool going. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, well, he only does it because Leoric realizes right. that the things that they're doing for him right. keep his magic going. They, yes. keep, they keep the pool that yeah. he has... So he so he says, "Hey, we're not yeah. just going to go do these errands. You got to give something to you us give too." To us. And then obviously he says, "Like, hey, like, don't tell the Darkling Lords like about this." Yeah, because they'll and, they'll they'll leverage Leor- my power differently. Yeah, and and, and Leoric's like, "Yeah, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <He's> like, I'm <laughs> not stupid. Like, I I know not to yeah. tell the evil guys that we have <laughs> yeah. leverage over you." Yeah. So um, before we get into more, can we like discuss each character and things uh, like? Because I, I there's not that many. I would love to to get into the characters that we enjoy. Actually, uh, we'll, we'll go through the whole gamut of. Of characters here because yeah. you're right there's not a whole bunch but uh merklin is great uh merklin is like the overcast of this whole thing and he treats him like dirt and he's just and a, he, 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 he merklin's pranks are great whenever yeah. he, they have to go up to the mountain to to recharge to, their to, to recharge and, their staffs or, or do his errands or whatever right and when he he throws them out he he, he like he'll he, throw them out with a magic hand and yeah just they just he just outside. throws them down the mountain or he flushes them he flushes them down a toilet <laughs> yeah. and he just laughs at them because yeah he's just a jerk yeah. like <laughs> that's what I kind of love about Merklin is that he's not this altruistic character. He's just kind of a jerk, and he's yeah. just I don't know. He's just kind of like playing to his own drum. Uh, but yeah, um, the characters are the spectral the spectral knights, the yep. good guys, uh, Leoric, uh, the basically like I am the leader, courage filled, lion hearted king of uh, Nuvalaric. Yeah, Nuvalaric, uh, which is a cool name for a town, I will say. Um, but yeah, it's funny just because like it's immediate. Plus, he has a whip. He's got a whip. It's a very unique weapon. It I, is. I have to yeah. say, like out of all of like every leader of any iteration, right. usually a sword, sword, Ninja turtles, yeah. right. sword, Power Rangers, sword. sword. Yeah, like it's it's either sword or like a like a big club, or it's never like a whip is either like the wild man right. or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know well, something well, like that. Right. If you notice, none of the heroes have a sword. Yeah, no, yeah, none of them. The only sword is Recon's. I think Recon's the only one. Yeah, I think Re- it's Recon's the, little, the only one with a sword. Yeah, he's got the little, like, the closest, yeah, I want to say that's the it. The next closest one would be, like, Mordred's Scythe. Yeah, I guess so. It'd be, like, the closest one. Mm. Nobody really has a sword, you're right. But, yeah, yeah. but no, Lyric, not a blade, a whip. I think it. I think it just goes with the lion. The lion, like a lion, lion tamer. tamer. Like yeah, I, th- I think. Exactly. I think that's kind of he's the, tamed the cool. lion inside yeah. of him. It also just looks cool. The staff. He's got yeah. the big staff up, and he's just like whip cracks the thing. <laughs> also, animation on this thing, phenomenal. Yeah, fantastic animation all the way throughout. Like, because there's parts of like GI Joe that are like spotty. A lot of parts of Transformers, it's yeah. real spotty. <laughs> um, but. All 13 of these episodes are really well done and yes. very good frame rate, very just beautifully done. Um, yep. Design wise, animation, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I feel um, like if they had gone to more episodes, yeah, that it would have dropped like ultimately all yeah. cartoons in the 80s and did. <laughs> there's a reason for that. They Marvel Productions uh, and Sunbow used uh, TMS. Uh, they, they, they put it out to Marvel Productions uh, and also TMS Entertainment. Yep. TMS Entertainment is there like there's a few episodes of like old shows uh, that are really well done. You'll notice those. Like, like there's a few episodes of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon yeah. that are just gorgeous. It's two straight. It's two episodes. Rest of it's like just kind of okay. There's two episodes that are straight gorgeous. Uh, there's a few episodes of Inhumanoids that are gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Bionic Six. That whole thing beautifully animated. 
all TMS Entertainment. All TMS Entertainment did those episodes. Anytime the quality is stepped up in an episode, right. it's TMS Entertainment. And they did all 13 of these. So, are uh, near, near all 13 of these, I think. Um, and you can kind of tell it because it's a Japanese studio. There's a little more anime feel. Right. Um, the eyes are a little bit more pronounced, a little bit bigger. Not like to the point of like, you know, Astro Boy or anything like that. But, right. like, but they're a little bit bigger, a little more like poignant in the eyes and like you can kind of get the emotion a little bit better. Um, it's beautiful. I absolutely love it. Um, but uh, Leoric, he has the staff of wisdom, 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 wisdom. I get wisdom, and uh, no wisdom. Uh, should we say the incantations for each one of them, or should we let people look that up? I, I think people should I, I, get those. Yeah, yeah so just look them up themselves. I'm a Sam. No, no. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, he has the he has the uh, the magic power of wisdom. Put, uh, add like five minutes of runtime to this. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> five minutes is fine. Whispered secrets of a shattered age. I summon you. <laughs> Renew this sage. Uh, that's that's his uh, incantation and then a big <laughs> owl comes out and says something cryptic to him yeah, but thing, and which says something that usually doesn't help him <laughs> and he's just like oh what am I gonna oh do? and look out behind you oh and look out <laughs> behind you that's the best one well my, my favorite my favorite thing is like when he he does it for the first time and they're like what yeah like, right, everyone's like, like what they like what did that I mean think, i think merklin gave you a bad power staff and then the darkling lord show up and yeah. one of the first things they do is sindar yeah uses the staff of destruction and, and, and they, ektar looks at him and says no doubt about it he gave you a bad power staff <laughs> You got screwed, man. <laughs> telling you. Um, yeah. Um, they, they actually... One of the best moments in the show. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ektar uh, is uh, the uh, little right-hand man of Leoric, one of the right-hand men yep. of him. Was a detective. Was a detective. He was a copper back in the days of... Uh, before the great, catacly- the his, great cataclysm. His totem is a fox. Yes, is a fox, and it's really cool. Uh, he actually... Uh, uh, his power from the comic, which they don't do this, he has the power, but it's more like associated with the vehicle the Lancer cycle because yep. he's the pilot of the Lancer cycle and he has a shield that reflects anything that hits back at it and his power is protection yep. and it's a sh- and it, it actually has an incantation to that as well in the comic but it like reflects things back at, at, uh, at <clears throat> what you have so uh, usually nowadays it's just that it's just like associated with the vehicle in the cartoon yeah uh, same with Feral Feral who drives the uh, sorry what was it the capture chariot yeah. the capture chariot he no not no, the no, capture no. chariot not the that's capture the chariot. that's the Dark and Lower ones uh, uh, what is it? Man, I can't remember what it is. Uh, I wish it was on here. But uh, basically, uh, he fires... The, the chariot. Some, the something chariot. chariot. Yeah, something chariot. Oh, yeah. Well, the capture chariot, but it was... Oh, uh, no. Yeah, well. so it was something else. But anyway, his power was fire, and it would like fire, like shoot fireballs from that thing. And it's like, mm. uh, which it does. Yeah, in which the it show. does in the show. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's just interesting. But he also has the wolf totem, because he has a really good sense of smell. Tracking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tracker. tracking. He is a tracker. But, he's, like, he's really good yeah, at tracking. Ektar was cunning and sniffed at he he, yeah. he saw a trap coming yeah snuck uh, around Farrell Fer- actually snuck his well at the beginning Merklin since like all the knights are invited yes. to, to try and get to the top of the mountain and they have all these trials trial they have to go through yeah trials and tribulations and they had different different things that they that that they got there they earned their totem Leoric yes. got it for attacking a giant monster head on which was showing great. his bravery yeah which was great yeah, I loved it, was, it. and uh Ektar and then, got his for being he sneaky, sniffed out a trap, out a trap. Well, he, and then Farrell actually 
actually found the shrine. He, yeah, he yeah. found the way. He he tracked all the way there, he tra- so he, he got the wolf. He felt the fresh air and smelled it and was like, oh, it's got to be this way. And they're like, oh, he's got a good nose, that kid. And he's just <laughs> like, well, you get a wolf. And he's like, I'd like to. I'd like a wolf. Wolf would yeah. be awesome. Uh, Cryotech, the big, strong, not dumb guy, yeah. which I like. He's actually no. very proper. Mm-hmm. He's very knightly. He's very, very, most, like, yeah, very gentleman-like yes, as well. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's yeah. a scene. And well-read. Like, they talk about how much he likes to read. Read. He likes to read <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. There's like a scene later on where he's like uh, uh, Gladriel. The, Gladriel, the, yeah, Gladriel. She, Gladriel. She's like, uh, he's like, he's just, I don't know, he's being very, very knightly. Chivalrous. Very, very chivalrous. Very chivalrous, yeah. yes. And they're very flirty, which is interesting because oh, typically. They, they have a relationship. Yeah, exactly. And, which is interesting because usually it's like the leader and the girl. Yeah, right? exactly. Nope. No, it's the strong guy. No, the org, he decided to go with yeah. the peasant girl in this one, all right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, Cryotech's yes. awesome. He has the bear totem because he's a big, strong man. Big dude. Big, strong man from Russian, uh, not Russian, but it's kind of Russian because it's like a it, frozen it, town. It's up north. Everything's it's up, north, yeah, it, up north in the mountains. He doesn't have a Russian accent, but like you feel like he probably should have a Russian accent. <laughs> but uh, it's Prismos. They don't it's, have a Russian accent. It's the no 80s, Russia. and if you're a Russian, you're, you're a bad guy. You're probably so. a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so yeah, but he has the. He also has the Staff of Strength, which is probably the coolest no, looking staff, one. Staff of Might. Staff of Might, yes, apologies, yeah. yes. Staff of Might, uh, uh, yeah. And it's uh, three suns align, pour forth their light, and fill the archer's bow with might. <laughs> it's literally a one-shot arrow a that one- will just take out anything. Anything. Just boosh, and it's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I like I like Karatek a lot. He's cool. Yeah. Winter Quick uh, has the cheetah. He's the young rapscallion played by... Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings plays the young guy. <laughs> yeah. Tells you how old this thing is. I'm kidding, Jim. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Jim Cummings uh, plays uh, Winter Quick. Uh, he has the power of light speed in the staff, uh, which is... Just, and he's a cheetah. He's a cheetah, yeah. That's the totem is a cheetah, and he has light speed, and it's just it's basically that. He can It goes for a while, though. Like It's, it's, not it's, like, well, it's almost like teleporting. He can go right. from one location to another at light speed, right. just, and that's it. He can't get back. He can't get back, yeah. It's like, because it's a one-time use uh so he can go to a place and that's about it uh or run from something right arzon arzon the the Ar- arzon was my favorite when the, i was a he kid. is he's, he's the adventurous uh he's he's much more than knightly like he loves the uh to save a damsel distress yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> stuff like that he loves that stuff he's very very witty very like, he's very um uh arrogant as well he's very yes. like he's very kind of full of himself a little bit and i wonder why ways. i liked him. i know <laughs> yeah it's like but he has the he has the eagle uh the totem of the eagle um, staff but, of knowledge. I mean, even when he's like putting his thing on and everything, it's yeah. like, and uh, you know, it's like, it's not a problem. It's a cleverly disguised opportunity. Yeah. As, like, <laughs> as he's like putting on wings, I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's all right. Yeah. Like, and he just like floats over and he flies, uh, glides with the with the updraft, yeah. which is pretty cool. And they're just like, you found wings, so I give you the eagle because yep. yeah. And that, that's my favorite because like everybody else is like, oh yeah, that's my totem. But like Arzan's the only one that's like, I knew this would be worth it. Like, right. He yeah. gets to be an eagle that yeah. flies. Like it's just like, yeah, this is. great. Great. Uh, finally, to round out the... And he has the staff of knowledge. And the staff of knowledge. I apologize. He has the staff of he knowledge. He can literally summon the staff and ask it any question. Any question, and it will know the answer. Uh, probably my favorite staff, just because yeah. it's like one of his favorite of their staffs. Like, yeah, right. It's like, it's not the Darkling Lord. The Darkling Lord is a way better staff. Uh, but uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Galadria, uh, the, the girl of the group. Um, so she rounds it out at the end. Um, the dolphin. The dolphin. Uh, 
Has oh a dolphin. Kind of got a little screwed on the totem there. A I just bit. love it. Uh, I, I just like. I, I, I would love to have been like Merlin like, or Merlin and be like, all right, and you uh, get the dolphin. She's like, looks out the window, is like, there's no rivers, there's no oceans, <laughs> there's nothing here for me. To Why use. am I the I, uh, the water and, animal? What are you doing here? And she literally doesn't use it a lot in the series. They I counted twice. Her, her and Virulina, yeah, her yeah. and Virulina never get to use yeah. it. They, 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 there's a fight between her and Virulina, like episode hey, two or three. Episode two, yeah, I remember that. And then at the very end, when they have to like gather all the magical items and whatnot, wow. And yep. her and Virulina actually go underwater together and and find this treasure chest that has one of Merklin's items that he needs. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Two times, two times. Well, to be fair, only thirteen episodes, uh, and they're not underused. Neither Virulina or Galadriel are, are underused. Yeah, their powers just they, are. They, like, they never get the but, transform. But they get a lot of screen time. Whereas when a lot quick of is a cheetah every single episode. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, a lot of character with them. Galadriel is used a lot uh, as uh, for for character moments. Uh, there's a great episode where Cryotech's going crazy, like because he's he's like got two totems on him and he can't handle the power. Yeah, uh, he has like. Cravex's totem is along with it, and like yep. Galadriel is great in that episode because she has to like kind of like bring him back down because uh, he's well, she even has going to fight nuts. him. Like, yeah, she has like, like fight him. He's going nuts. Uh, but in the comics, she had the power of healing, which was a shield, uh, and they kind of didn't get to that in the, the the cartoon, which is a shame. Darkstorm, the coolest name yeah. of any leader. Uh, Prevec- I don't think that's his Christian name. Uh, probably not his Christian name, but uh, he uh, has... Are there Christians on Prismos? Uh, I don't know. It's possible. Uh, Pr- Prismians. Prismans. Prismanians. Prismanians. They're very... They're very... Uh, they're very <laughs> sorry. Anyway, uh, so he has the mollusk, which is like a Prismos-type creature. It's like a giant snail well, dragon. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, it's a... Yeah, There's I mean, two creatures that are Prismos creatures. That's this one yeah. and the Thylot, and it's like yep. not real creatures. Yeah. But the, the 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 mollusk is like this big dragon snail it's thing. A, it's a mollusk. I yeah. mean, snails are mollusks. Well, it's true, but it's like, but, yeah, it's, but it it's, also it's, has like arms and breathes fire. Right. So, you know, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not your typical yeah. snail. Not your typical. Right. And spikes on the. I think they the just thing. wanted evil, uh, yeah. evil looking. I- villain thing. I think it's cool looking. I, <laughs> I, love I like it. Yeah. it. It's cool. Oh, I he love also, it. He also has the power of decay, which is like this winged staff of decay. Winged bat wolf that comes out and decays people by what creeps, what crawls, by what does not. Let all that grows recede and rot. I mean, that's a good one. They have all the better incantations on the animal <laughs> side yeah. too, by the way. And it's not uh, just people. Like he, he can yeah. make like stone, stone turn to dust. Yeah, stone turned to dust. Uh, crops. He can, he can, he can age can, people. Age yeah. people. He can reverse age them as well. Uh, that has a separate incantation as well. Yeah. So he uses it he can one un- time. Undecay them. He can undecay anything that he's decayed. So there you go. Recon uh, is the mercenary of the group. My favorite Darkling Lord. He's, <laughs> uh, he's the He's how also, much will you pay me? How much will you pay me? Uh, he is uh, he is voiced by uh, Roscoe Lee Brown, uh, French uh, uh, French voice actor. You might know him best as Kingpin in the nineties anim- uh, Spider Man. Oh wow! Yeah. Why did mm-hmm. I know that? Yep. But yeah, yeah, that's that's him. Yep. Same uh, voice. Same that's voice. Crazy. He, he was also in like several episodes of uh, of uh, TV shows back in the seventies. All in the Family. He's the yep. one that donated the blood to Archie, the the black yep. guy that ordered the 
that you know, I got black blood in me now. That whole, <laughs> if, it was a, oh Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker is a bit of a race. It's a racy show. So, uh, but anyway, but that's that's the whole thing. He like donated the blood to him. So right. Uh, but that's the same guy. But yeah, Roscoe Lee Brown plays him. And he's awesome. He's like Ole Oric if he pays better. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, um, but yeah, uh, should be good. Uh, no, yeah, he's good. I like him. Uh, he had the magic extractor ability, which came with the uh, yeah, which came with that one. So oh, that's right. It's part of the chariot. They, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was the capture chariot. The dagger assault. The dagger assault. Dagger assault. assault. I'm thinking capture because they so lock you I. in and take your totem. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. It is yeah. the capture. Chariot. The dagger assault as the is, uh, is, is yeah. His, yeah, that's recon's vehicle. That extracts the the magic. It can from take the totem, the totem from, away, from the yeah. knights. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Uh, Mordred, uh, the sycophantic <laughs> bootlicker, bootlicker of the group. Uh, he's uh, he's he's Darkstorm's right hand man. His servant. His his butler. His Alfred. Cowardly Alfred uh, Mordred, who is a bug. He's a beetle. He is, yeah, he's a scampering beetle, beetle, which <laughs> has its use in spying. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, you can sneak around. There's with it. there's a great scene where he gets stepped on and then like comes back out and he's like, I give up. It's pretty good. Uh, he has the power of flight, uh, so he has the the uh, he can fly the sky claw. The sky claw, which is uh, which. It's funny you said it was the sky claw. I could have swore that was the name of the mutants uh, thing. <laughs> But that was the Sky Razor. What was that one? I can't remember. It, Thundercats. Thundercats. I yeah. don't remember what I it can't was called. What it was. Yeah, yeah. Sky Claw, uh, and he has the power of flight. He can fly with that. Uh, basically, it's just the vehicle in the cartoon. That's all right. the comic. Sindar, the strong, dumb one of the group. I love was, Sindar. He's great. Yeah. He's uh, not even inherently evil. He's not inherently evil. He's a bad person, but because he does, he doesn't like obey laws. He's kind of a jungle man. Yeah. So he's not like you know. It's like oh, I don't you know I don't take to yeah. He, he's very territorial. Well, even ways. when even when Darkstorm like says you're going to be one of my Darkling Lords, he just says, "Do you got good food in your castle?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got good food. All right. Cool. I'm in. <laughs> but he's very tender towards animals. Yeah. Uh, he's very much uh, any like. Yeah. There's one where loves animals. He, he yeah. knocks down a building. His power of destruction knocks down a building, and he hears a cat, and he stops, and he starts to save the cat. And Darkside or Darkstorm's what like, are "What are you doing?" He's like, "There's a cat in here somewhere." <laughs> like, Who cares? It's like, and he finds the cat. Yeah. And he saves it and he's, he's like, like i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. little kitty and he's just like okay he's lost it yeah Sindar's one of my more favorite ones i, I love Sindar. The episode where he's uh looking for the unicorn horn. oh yes oh yes and, we'll know. get to that one we'll get to that uh, that's my favorite so, yeah that's a good one that's my favorite episode Sindar's awesome but uh, he has the power of destruction the coolest staff which is a giant freaking goblin that comes out with a giant with a sword giant sword wears the skulls of its victims fire breath and it's it, just that thing is insane it's, it's so it's, good and it lasts for like five minutes literally and destroys everything in front of it let, the coolest what? thing ever in the 80s yes sindar's destruction yeah. staff oh is yeah beast. yeah that oh, thing's yeah. Insanely cool. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> by nature's hand, by craft, by art, what once was born now fly apart. That's good. Uh, it's good incantation right there. Uh, but yeah, big play by Frank Welker. You know the big yep. yeah. it's a Frank Welker voice, and he's like just destroying stuff. It's a good time. Uh, it needs obedience training. Never. Uh, <laughs> I love that they turns on twice. Uh, yeah, runs turns away. on him. <laughs> yeah. It goes. At, a, it goes after another monster instead yeah. of attacking what they yeah, want yeah. it to. He gets angry it's, when uh, he doesn't just, get to destroy stuff. It's, <laughs> It's just destruction. Yep. It's yeah. That thing, that, that thing is... Yep. Uh, I freaking love that thing. Man, Cravex uh, probably my favorite Darkling. It's hard to say. Cravex is really Kravex funny. Cravex is awesome. Cravex is actually the 
largest Darkling Lord. He's he's bigger than he, Sindar. He's yeah. bigger than Sindar. He can throw Sindar around, and he's crazy. <laughs> he's an insane lunatic. Voiced by Chris Lotta. Voiced by Chris Lotta. Just straight uh, up doing Cobra Commander's voice. Yep. And, yeah. but, but he's not the coward. He's the guy who's like, why are we wasting time? Why are we not slaughtering them now? And yeah. he's just nuts. He's insane. And like literally, like like Darkstorm has to calm him down. He's yeah, like, it's, it's all right, right. Kravix. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get him. It's like, he's just so like terrible. Everybody's terrified of him. Uh, there's a great yeah. episode where like they've basically won. They've captured all the Spectral Knights, and they're just like sitting in the throne room, like divvying stuff up. And Kravex is just going off on all of them and how lazy and pathetic they are. Yep. And he's just like beating the crap out of all of them. It's so good. I love oh, when man. he just points at Mordred. Yeah, no, and, 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 and he doesn't he, do anything. He, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, like, so he's like bootlicker. Have you know like so he he's yelling at them and, and he punches each them. of them, and yeah. then he points at Mordred and he's like, "You have any will of your own?" And he just moves on. Moves like on. Mordred's not worth the punch. Not even <laughs> worth punching. And then he goes, "Sindar, I'll crack you out of principle," and just knocks him out. Ah, he's good. I love Kravex. Kravex has the Philot, which was the, mentioned earlier. Yes, it's a, the Philot, kind of like a, a, a pterodactyl, almost. It's, pterodactyl, but it's like a drake. It doesn't have any feet. Yeah, it has no a, feet. It has a tail. It's cool looking, kind of like, like a drake. Yeah. He also has uh, the staff of fear, which induces fear upon uh, your worst fear. Your worst fear upon uh, whoever it infects. Um, it sort of has differing uh, time frames depending on the episode. Like <laughs> sometimes it's like for a few seconds, and like I remember it. I think it happens for like a full episode in one. I can't remember, but uh, I feel like it happens no, a while. I, I, I feel it? like every time it's because it bites Leoric in his sleep and it causes a nightmare. Yeah, uh, gl- that's what it was. The yeah. nightmare kind of like that's the one that that yeah. it seemed like that would, that went. But on when Leoric woke up, that's it, true. It, he he just done, had the yeah. bad dream. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, Lexor, Lexor, the coward, uh, the the armadillo. The armadillo, yeah. yeah yes. he's, he's the coward. He's always the conniving little like I, yeah. you know, I'm not doing that. You know, and the staff of invulnerability, and the staff of invulnerability, uh, which is this big old one shot, lasts for a couple of seconds. Uh, nothing gets through it. It's a big old dude comes out and fires a force shield, field. force field out of his face, stops covers everybody, it. and just stops any attack. And, and it's, uh, it's a good time. Probably the staff I would want the most. Like, yeah, it's pretty rad. One it's shot, pretty good. nothing can hurt you. It's pretty good. I, I like it. And uh, finally, Virulina, Virulina, the woman with evil hair, suffers yeah. from evil hair, yeah. uh, evil '80s hair syndrome. Literally, you can know she's a villain simply by the devil horns in her hair. And that's <laughs> like, uh, she's like kind of crazy too. She's kind of a violent psychopath. She was a news anchor. Yeah. Like prior to the uh, the the fall of Prismos, yeah, I kind of equated to like Walking Dead, like these yeah. normal people, like right. oh wait, I got to survive now. Yeah, it's like so you, they like have these dark turns. If you had like time to like really delve into her character, you could get into like some really dark stuff, <laughs> right? Like Demona from uh, Gargoyles. like Dargo- Gargoyles and how she just completely got screwed up throughout the decades that she was the century <laughs> she was alive. Man, it, you could do that with Viralina and just like the stuff she had to go through from being just a normal, like probably. Ups like uptight news anchor to being this like psychopath that's yeah. like ready to murder it in a moment's notice. You know, it's just like ah, it's like be so good. Uh, but she had the power of disease. She's a shark, and she had the power of disease in the comic, uh, which came with her shield. She never got that in the show, though. She, uh, sadly, but yep. she was always very a, pro- a very prominent villain, uh, played by played by Jennifer Darling. Jennifer Darling, one of the prolific female voice actresses of the time, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Susan Blue was also Galadria, and that's one of the uh, voices. R.C. 
every yep. every female that was in the eighties. Uh, I absolutely wasn't she show. Lady J too. Or? No, which uh, wasn't she a GI Joe? Uh, she was not in GI Joe. No. Okay, yeah. I thought she, she was. was a few kids in GI Joe, but she was never oh, okay. an actual gotcha. one because she did kids sometimes. I feel like but she that's, was one. that's that's visionaries, guys. Why do we love this show? What, what we just went through all the characters and why we love them. Uh, like what what is it about these? Shows? My personally, I'm going to go back to it. I love the fact that they they delve into the universe more and more. Like it's not like just like uh oh like magic's here now. They don't talk about like the days of like Prismos and like all that stuff. Like no, there's vehicles they have to find. There's junkyards of technology yep. that nobody can use. There are civilizations that had robot workers and they don't know how to do physical labor, so they turn to slavery because they that's right. the only way they know how to live. And it's like so it's like you have like these sympathetic slavers. It's like terrible. Well, you know, it's just the, like, the background characters and the characters in one episode are so well fleshed out. Yeah. Like the wizards. Right. The other wizards. The other that, wizards, that, yeah. That, Weezer Squeezer. And, yeah, who, uh, who cannot tell the truth. Cannot tell the truth. He's a, he's a liar. He's like, if you ask him... Yeah. Wh- I just yeah. love how well fleshed uh, out yeah. the world is. Volcama is this, you know, oh. like kind of old school. That, and then Bul- Bulgavis, yeah. which is one of the best hanging chads of a storyline <laughs> ever. Uh, there, there's this character named Bulgavis who's the... Or they're, they're tracking down all the three wizards to find out if they know where this this thing is. Or, you know, like they've been... And it's Volcama, Weezer Squeezer and Bulgavis. And Volcama had been in an episode before. He was. He, he had the, the Techno Dragon. My Techno Dragon. Um, and uh, so basically, like, like Merklin's putting them all on trials. Like, you guys have committed crimes with magic. And uh, Weezer Squeezer ends up, like, getting away or something. I can't remember what happens. But uh, Volcama gets punished. He gets, like, dragged to, like, the other. Oh, you will. You're to Wizard Jail with you. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, uh, wizard, no, the Wizard yeah, Jail. Literally. It was, yeah. And then, but Bulgavis was just like, I, I only know illusionary magic. I don't know any, like, nothing that, that's harmful i just you know i was like it's like i just use it to survive and like you so know he subjects himself to a test to a test merklin does this test to him it's like if you are not true of heart you'll burst into flames basically <laughs> um and he survives it so it's just like all right you may go you are you know you're true of heart and then merklin speculates at the end of the episode that like like it's either like he either because like there was somebody else who was like behind the whole thing it probably wasn't Weezer Squeezer and it's like but you know who else could it have been Bulgavis was was true of heart and he's like it's either that or he was so powerful my spell didn't affect he him. was able to fool it yeah and he basically like it shows him like with a giant cadre of like robed cultists all bowing to him with like a giant goblet and you never see him again. Yeah. It's just like, oh man, it sucks. You yeah. tell they had plans to come back right. oh, yeah. and do something. Oh, it'd been so good. Oh man, but that, that, that's that's like the biggest hang, the biggest disappointment of the whole show is like they never got to finish that off. I I, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, Even the locales they had, they had these different areas. Like yeah. there's, there's kind of like an old west, western town, like a ghost the, the, town. There's there's an old west that they kind of go to and. Mm-hmm. Ektar's, with a big blob yeah. monster in it, which is really creepy. Yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Ektar, uh, you know, like uh, man, it just really interesting uh, outlet, you know, like uh, layouts of stuff. There's the yeah. old, like, kind of grimy uh, wasteland with like mutant giant cat creatures, uh, you know, like yeah, roaming the- about, and like they don't even show some of them. There's like one like way off in the distance, like you don't even know what it is, but like some mutant just scurries across the screen. Right. Just like what was that? Yeah, it's just like it's just like weird, like magical, creepy area. Like magic starting. Yeah, to there's affect there's things. a jungle with uh, giant sentient talking plants. Yeah, that yeah, are right. also carnivorous. 
Mars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they forgot they talked to that plant. Yeah, uh, there's that. There's these. There's an island uh, entirely of magical creatures: fairies and unicorns and dragons, wood and nymphs, wood nymphs. Sorry, a new, wood nymphs. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's from my favorite episode. But yeah, yep. um, speaking of favorite episodes, the set. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is there anything else you guys love about the show? Like anything? Particular? I, I think the attraction for me, at least, uh, and I guess you know, I'm speaking strictly for myself. I've always, ever since I was a kid, I always had an affinity towards I, it's hard to describe because I love like samurais and I love like Viking sure but knights are also yeah. in that category yeah. as well mm-hmm. and uh, you know you always have the damsel in distress all, the dragons all three of which fall within the same timeline by the way so. that's what, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying that's right. like, yeah, yeah. all that old school like you should get Bushido for, and chivalry and you should really get for honor the new video game for I've heard, honor. yeah because it it's literally viking samurai and knights <laughs> <laughs> that's the three factions nice. <laughs> yeah uh, hunter's actually showing me the game uh the other day and it looks awesome yeah i really really want to play it but but yeah i'm working with 360 right but um <laughs> but no i think like i said the thing the affinity is first off knights that's just cool. I don't care. You put some plate, plate armor on, and yes. you're 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 just all of a sudden wicked awesome in my eyes. Yeah. Also, what kid doesn't want to transform into a bear right. or a lion <laughs> or a whatever the that uh, the flying thing was? Right. Yeah. Thylot. Thylot. Yeah. They, there's obviously like the beetle and you right. know sure. the pass on that one or whatever. The, the armadillo. I'll take yeah. the armadillo. Yeah, the armadillo. Man. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you compare that to the bear, and the bear's right. easily going to kill that armadillo. But right. Yeah. Um, I think we forgot to mention Sindar has a gorilla. Gorilla and Recon has a lizard. lizard. Yeah, we forgot those. Yeah, we did. But um, but yeah, I think the transformations, and then also magic, magic. Yeah, and, you know, sci-fi is a big magic. thing, but magic is a, yeah. it's a fun thing. I mean, yeah. And when did a uh, well, I love how it kind of mixes sci-fi with the magic. Yeah, right. like it's yeah. sci-fi before, yeah. And they still have elements of that with and, the vehicles and things. And you can tell they piecemeal their armor from like science, like yeah, like high tech re- things, yeah, like futuristic every, looking. Yeah. yeah. So you got like circuitry on like their backs and stuff. It's like weird looking because they just like grabbed a thing and like we'll make armor out of this because yeah. Apparently we the world's scrap. gone to crap. Yeah, we have scrap metal. Yeah, you have to make something out of the metal. This is immediately yeah, futile. I'm, I'm with Mitch 100. percent I mean, yeah. you you know from growing up, I oh, was yeah. like knights and fantasy and things oh, yeah, like that was everything to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I you know I remember the first video game I loved. Yeah, was Dragon Warrior right? Because yeah. you know I when I was I mean, geez, how how old was I? Seven when that came out, something right. like that. And my uncle had gotten me. At the time, the subscription, the year subscription to Nintendo Power, and right. it came with a copy of Dragon Warrior. Right, yeah. So I got that for Christmas, and that was the first role-playing game I'd ever played. Right. And, and that, that just that just hooked me, and it went on from that to Final Fantasy and Hero Quest. And, right, yeah. You know, just but, all these great fantasy things, and that's what, yeah. you know, still in my life today, magic, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that, yeah. but, but Play magic Visionaries was like the pinnacle of those shows, like oh, all yeah. those things in one. Sure. In one show, because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of sci-fi, it's kind of steampunk, it's kind of fantasy, it's yeah. kinda, it, it's magic. I got, that, that it, Everything is just fantastic about that show. The whole premise is amazing. One of those, like, wish I'd thought of it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know, right? It, it, it's, it's a really cool premise, and they don't shy away from the premise ever. You nope. know, I was like, uh, there's a few times where it's just kind of like, all right, now that's just a medieval script. 
the the one where Leora gets stuck in the stuck in the uh, the lion form. Uh, yes, really good episode. Yes. Can't come uh, out of it. Fleshes out uh, his relationship with uh, the peasant girl Fletchin. Fletchin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that, that's a great one, just because it's like, yeah, Leoric like is infatuated with this peasant girl. Like, here's the king of this. Yep. It's just funny they, they've already like they've already established monarchies. Like, it's just like it's just, <laughs> it's just like immediately they're just like, oh well, you know, well, technology's yeah. out, so let's just go to this. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that, that, that's what I love about it. I love that they still have this. a city council. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> they, the they, city they, council they, they, stuff is so good. It's so funny. Yeah, because like, you know, and just I love Cryotech's yeah, Cryotech's uh complete impatience with the with it. Yeah. Because like, you can tell like they, he comes they, from they, like they, a, they spend like hours talking about they want this botanical garden built in the town right. and they need to use the money yeah, you know, and to, to build like, this botanical garden. It's and, like we need to take we need to take funding from the armory to build this botanical garden and Cryotech's are you freaking insane? We're at war. And it's like you're a, you're a fool. Like, oh it's so good. And, it's like, I love it. It's just like, uh, and they're just like having to calm him down all the time whenever he talks about him. But uh, it's a good time. I, I, I love this show. Let's talk about favorite episodes, shall we? Uh, it's obviously... Is, is, is everyone's going to be Unicorn's Horn and the Dragon's Claw? I feel like it's going to be everybody's, that, right? That uh, episode is just it's a fun. phenomenal yeah. TV uh, episode I'm, of anything. I'm legitimately trying to think of a different episode. Yeah. Um, but Lion Hunt is really good. That's the one where Leora yeah. gets stuck. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good one. My I other like one is the Ektar Lex, the, the Ektar Lexor episode. Right. Or yeah. Re- uh, Recon episode. Recon, yeah. Where they talk about their past as a detective and right. all that stuff. That would probably be second. Yeah. Which literally ends with a chess game. <laughs> it's true. It's, <laughs> a chess game. it's pretty good. It's like yeah. the whole, it's a game of chess. That's yeah. right. It's a, it's a game I of love chess. The, I love the, the symbolism of that. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, Horn of the Unicorn, Claw of the Dragon. It's, it's just so good. It, it's the best. It, it's it's amazing because it only stars four characters in the whole thing. Well, I think that's what makes it so strong. I think so because it, it really gets to their characters and their dynamics so well. Right. Uh, because they don't have this whole cadre of people. But even in the small parts, like you get parts because you get Galadria and Cryotech flirting at one point. Uh, she's like they're like working on the on the dagger on the uh, on the capture chariot. Right. And she collapses from the sickness, and like he, no, rushed, he does, he does. That's right. And then she, she collapses. Has to, she like has immediately to, after. no, she has to carry him yeah. in, and, and then he's like, oh, he's fallen ill, and and, and then, then she passes out, yeah. While like, they're trying to care for him, and everybody's like falling ill. Everybody at, at Darkstorm's castle is falling ill, and uh, it kind of becomes obvious that it's like a magical parasite of some kind. It's some, some kind of disease users. that only affects magic users because no one else is getting sick. Yeah, and so Legend's not sick. Right. Yeah. There's nobody else yeah. that's sick, and uh, but. The so, two people who were out of the castle, so, yeah. Arzon and Quick and Witterquick, yeah, they're, uh, they're come, they're, they were out hunting. Yeah, and uh, Leoric like shoots an arrow at him, like, "Hey, don't come in. Uh, <laughs> we're all dying up here, yeah, so don't, don't get infected. You need to go to Merklin and figure out why we're all dying. So they're not, they're not, but you know, they're getting yep. sicker and sicker. Yeah. It's like why we're all sick. They're like, yeah. all right, we'll go to Merklin's then. So they go up to the mountain, and then Kraut, uh, 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 Lexor and Sindar. Uh, uh, do they explain why they get? They, they just said they, 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 sh- they, 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 well. they say Darkstorm has fallen ill. Every, yeah. And, right, yeah, and, and, and they they, they mention that everyone's everyone's sick. Right, and they, they come to blame Merklin. That's what it was. Yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> they came, like, you what have you done? What have you done? It's yeah. like you know, and then uh, it's like it was quiet coward. Was like, yeah. was like, so he, uh, well, they're, they're going to fight, and right, then like, yeah, Merklin yeah. just it's like stop. Yeah. Oh yeah, he grabs him. All the the hands come out of the pool. Just grab all four of them. Like knock it off. Knock it off. Stop. And here's what we got to do. 
So he's like, this is a disease. You got to find me a unicorn's horn and a dragon's claw. And to make to complete this spell to cure to, all of it. To which Lexor goes, well, we'll get the unicorn's horn. Right. <laughs> you get the dragon. Because that'll be the easy one. <laughs> Wink. Uh, and then they get, to dra- they get the dragon's claw. Coolest dragon ever, by the way. I love the way this dragon looks. Greg Skimar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Skimar. It's Greg Skimar. so cool. I love the way this dragon looks. Uh, he's just got like this big green, like sort of sort loop, of like a beak. beak. Ah, it's just so cool. He's kind of fat, but no arms, right. no arms, uh, just legs, just legs, legs and, and wings, the, legs and wings. So cool. I love it. Um, the unicorns look fine too. The wood yeah. nymph looks weird. The wood nymphs are great. Well, what I like about it is like you have these contrasting uh, styles of getting the job done. You have Arzon, who's more compassionate and more like thoughtful about what's well, even, going on. Well, well, even when they were out hunting, yeah. w- w- before they get back, exactly. You know, it, it's it shows. You know, Witterquick's got this bird. He's he shot, shot with an arrow. And hunted, yeah. And and he and he said and you know Arzon says well, a shame you kill such a beautiful creature yeah. for sport. Yeah. And like, all this not, stuff. And he's like and he goes Quicks, was like, sport and food. It's food. Like Sport I may like food. this, but I'm eating it. I'm using yeah. everything on it, and I'm gonna make more arrows out of the out yeah. of the. Arzon's a bit of a pacifist. A whereas pa- Witterquick yeah. is, you know, and, and yeah, I mean they're both knights. Yeah, but. they're both knights, but he's like a hunter. He's more. He's more brash. You know, he's gonna like you know do things. So it's he's a more compassionate. He's a little uh, bit country. Yeah. Arzon's a little bit rock. A little bit rock and roll. roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit rock and roll. Uh, and so uh, that sort of comes out to this. It's like we need to find that dragon, trap it, cut off its claw, and get out of here and arzon's like well we could try reasoning with reasoning with it he's like arzon it's a dragon dragon. (laughs) it's like that's crazy um it it sees us it sees us as food not diplomats or something some line like that it's 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 really good dynamic through the whole thing and on the other side you you have lexor who's uh more like "Ah, summon your beast and kill the Sindar Sindar doesn't want to kill the unicorns he doesn't want to kill the unicorns he's just kind of like uh we could probably just like maybe find one and like (laughs) yeah but it's like yeah i don't want to hurt one or if i'm one that's already dying yeah, or like, something. Yeah, he doesn't want to like, hurt one, and he's like, "Well, if you, we don't kill it, then we die." Right? You know? Yeah, exactly. It yeah. kind of shows. The other thing it shows is that Lexor's not necessarily a coward. I just think he's yeah. really insecure. He's really unsure yeah. of himself. He's un- well, yeah, uh, well, he is cowardly. <laughs> right, that? but I think it's yeah. mostly due to insecurity because yeah. he is a knight. He can yeah. fight. He's it's true. You know, he. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a lot of insecurity with that. It's it's interesting. Yeah, because like you you have. Again, this another another. He always blames where, others and tries yeah. to get others to do things, and, and it, it's the insecurity. And Sindar's in. whole thing is he doesn't want to hurt animals, so yep. basically he captured like they they literally find a unicorn, like he's like caught in a branch, and it's like a baby unicorn, well, and and he uses the horns too. Yeah, and Sindar like picks him up, and he's like, "Oh, your horn's too small for us to even use," and he just lets him go. And Lexor's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a unicorn, like, you idiot!" But the wood nymphs see this and they're like well, we well, thought well, you were it, well the first thing is Sindar uh, releases yeah the beast the, the beast yeah. of destruction is they, they, they the well, he'll kill at least one of them right yeah <laughs> well as soon as he starts the chant like the wood nymphs who are there to protect the unicorns they they get they shoot the they unicorns shoot away. away yeah so when when the beast comes out there's nothing to there's kill nothing so he to turns sh- on them yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's nothing he to turns destroy, on Lexor and Sindar. he gets mad <laughs> yeah and then uh, so Lexor then has, uses his indestructibility yeah. in, in vulnerability and they use both their staffs and now they're worthless so it's yeah. like, oh great uh but it, it just it's a really good dynamic and it's a really good like whole like oh looking at things in a different way sort of deal yeah. and great character study episode it's beautiful um and of course they get they get both 
both pieces. Uh, they they reason with the claw, or they reason with uh, with Gre- what's his name again? Greg Skamar. Greg Skamar. Well, they don't reason with well, him. What happens is he 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 saves him, doesn't he? Is it the same well, the, another dragon attacks Greg Skamar. That's right. Okay. So yeah. what what happens is um, the the dragon tries to kill them. Right. He actually tries to eat Arzon. Yeah. So, Whitter, yeah. Anyway, one of them. But, but uh, yeah, because Witterquick uses light right. speed to get him. Yes. But anyway, but so there's a scene where um, they they have a fight. He has a fight with another dragon. I think he, oh, and Ar- no, Witterquick's like, we'll just wait for him to kill each other, yeah. and we'll get the claw. And I was like, and we'll get the claw. But Arzon. Yeah. Well, what happens is something. Well, what happens is the uh, Greg Skimar kills the other dragon. Right. But it fall like he flies and lifts him up and it falls over a mountain over the, there's, there's no way they can go get right, to the yeah, body yeah. of this fallen right. dragon yeah so Witterquick says oh but we can't get to the claw right well Greg Skimar has his wing wounded and that's the right so Arzon stitches, stitches up his, his wing stitches his wing and tells him to go on his way and and, yeah. and and so he helps him out and then at that point he comes back they, they think well we, well we're gonna die we don't have a claw well what happened was the dragon that Greg Skamar yeah. had killed. Yeah, a claw broke, broke off, off in the rocks, and then Greg Skamar grabs both of them and takes, and takes them, to the, them to the claw and gets them and to then them flies out. them back to Merklin's. Yeah, uh, and it was pretty good. And there you go. Uh, life lessons: be nice to animals. That's right, pretty much the whole <laughs> thing. I love Horn of, the, Horn of the Unicorn. Another episode is the the trial, the trail of the three wizards. I love that one. Yeah, because again, I told you the the yeah. end the end scene. That's the reason I love it. But also Weezer Squeezer is just a cool character. Can't tell the truth. Can't He's tell cursed. the truth he's cursed to tell cursed to lie cursed to lie so you have to literally like trick him into like you know telling you things and it's like and it's also the only time that leoric calls upon the staff of wisdom he listens to it and immediately is like got it and it's it's just resist all temptations to do what you would do that's like the 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 temptation well what happens is everything in this magical path like there's a path of like like uh like oh there's this, this flame coming out of this end and then like a nice buffet and like women over here so he goes towards the flame and it's like it's just like every temptation of like refuse it so but you know not the first thing he realizes when he uses it yeah what happens is when they're going to this wizard to the wizard prison or what whatever the place is called right um they go through a zoo yeah and these things come out, these golem things come out. Yeah. And they try to, and what happens is everybody turns in their animal totem. Right. And they go to capture them and throw them in the cage. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Leoric consults the staff and it says resist the temptation. So he, so he, so he immediately goes to, starts to yeah. turn in the line and goes, wait. Wait. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. But the, it, 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 and it, it carries on. It I get carries it. on. But the whole thing episode, was they were going, they were capturing the animals. Yes. That's why. Yeah. They when they turn no, their animals, they would capture them. When he didn't turn in the animals, when he didn't turn in the lion, he yeah. just walks on through. He just walks oh, through. I'm, I'm good. Yep. That's what it was. <laughs> so yeah, but it carries on through the whole adventure. Like the wisdom was just like, yeah. So you're gonna want to use this for like <laughs> a little while, I guess, because like literally through the whole episode, it's literally him just doing things, and it sort of plays to the whole like we just. Squeezer lying thing too because he's right. always telling the lies and it's just like you know because like the the Darkling Lords didn't know that curse about him and he's just like I think he's lying how do you know he's lying he's like what color's the snow black no someone yeah. literally says I know you right you're yeah. the wizard that can't tell the truth but only yeah. one of the Darkling Lords knew it right yeah so they was it, Lex, him, it was Lexor yeah so they literally Lexor say, knew it so they literally ask him like what color is snow he's like black. He can't say it as white. He can't yeah, say what anything. color so, is the sky red. So they're just yeah. like, which way to the magic shrine? North. We go south. <laughs> it's like, yeah. so, which doesn't 
necessarily yeah, correspond. He, it's not the opposite. He doesn't necessarily the say truth. the opposite. No, uh, no, he no, he is. said which way isn't it? Isn't it? And, that's, he, and he that's, said that's it's right. not. And he said it's not to the west. You're right. It's not we to go the west. west of here. The west we go. That's yeah. what he, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yes. So which way, that was good. Is that then which way isn't it? <laughs> it's <laughs> not anyway. to the west of it's here. Not to the west of here. That's right. I remember. We that. go west. But I love Weezer Squeezer's design. I love that. I love his curse. Uh, I don't know. It's just like there's something about that. He's just a cool character. Like I said, the background oh. characters are so fleshed out yeah. and well thought. Like even the even the slavers, like the the slaver uh, uh, tribe, like Orzon, Orzon, and all them. Like they they have like whole like like whole freaking like story arcs in this one episode right. where like they have to freaking like deal with the fact that like yeah i'm gonna have to do manual labor which is like oh no but you know, it's like <laughs> it's just like it, they've never done it before which is just interesting yeah. well they feel they're above it too yeah they feel they're above it and galadria kind of like like chi- you know like kind of like chipes at ones like why are you like it's like do you really like want to be this miserable your whole life it's like I, look I, this is all i know like i had i had robots yeah. doing this for me now i have a seamstress you know it's just it's just uh Crazy stuff. Yeah, well, she's like, I don't know how to sew. Yeah, I don't know how to sew. <laughs> at, at which point, Cryotech yeah. goes, here, let me do it. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she has no idea the big, how to sew. The big brute Cryotech's like, yeah, I know how to sew. But she, yeah, she, she literally says, like, I'd be more, like, if, if I was in, like, a, if I was in the blacksmithing right now, I'd be more at home than doing this. It's terrible. Yeah, but yeah, then, here, let me. And he's, like, doing it. It's like, cryotech's their awesome. relationship is so good because, yeah. like, every episode, there's just, like, a little bit of, like, you know, like, like they're, they're obviously an item. Like it's just yeah. it's, it's obvious. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Well, it doesn't it's, become it's, like plain until like a couple episodes in. It's yeah, brought, it's brought up specifically. I think when she's going to visit him. Yeah, and it's like and he's well, like Galadria, my love. Well, no, he, he well he literally well they they flirt on the second episode or like the end of the first no second yeah. episode beginning of the second episode uh, when they all start like uh, yeah you know when the Darkling Lords team up to like take out the good, good guys like Cryotech's just going back home right and she like sneaks up on him and like you know like tackles yeah. him like oh who's this? oh it's you. it's you and she's like yeah i just wanted to see you one more time before you went back home he's like yeah. mm, well okay yeah <laughs> and then they get attacked so it's like all right well we know what they were gonna do but anyway uh but yeah i i love it i i love this show i think it's phenomenal uh any other episodes we could talk about i i, I think i've covered the ones that i really want i mean there's plenty of others like i said recon and Ektar's yeah. episode where mm-hmm. they're just you know mind game they're you know, playing mind games. Ektar yeah. had locked up Recon in the old world, in right? The, in the the world of technology, yeah. And now he's kind of doing the same thing. You know, they right. And they're just they, having this. Pl- they're playing this little game, and at the end, like, they won't even defeat each other. Right? They're yeah, like, like every detective eh. needs a crook. Yeah, it's like yeah. well, every crook needs a detective. All right, have yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah, which is a bit, I love that. <laughs> a bit selfish. It's uh, <laughs> awesome. Play of Ektar. Um, yeah, I. I Favorite character? It's hard to say. Um, I liked Ektar a lot, but he was like my least favorite armor. He looked like the Michelin Man, <laughs> right? Uh, he's, he's like, he's he looks white. a bit like Babindum. He looks a bit like Babindum, the Michelin, the Michelin Man. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Ektar, I, I always liked Arzon when I was a kid. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I Arzon was cool. I, I like the. I, liked I think the, Witterquick was probably my favorite Spectral Knight. Yeah, I like the so. blue and purple armor. Yeah. And who'd you like, Mitch? Who'd you like? Uh, uh, for the Spectral Knights is probably uh, Cryotech. Just, yeah. uh, Cryotech. I always, and plus I'm also I'm big. You're big dude. You're a tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's so a tank. Like, he I see him and I'm like, I could be him. I could be the tank. Um, I could be a bear. I could be the tank. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then his powers are really cool too. I like the his totem is the bear. And, yes. And then his staff is the might uh, and all that. But for 
the uh, uh, for the Darkling Lords, it's definitely Sindar. Yeah, once yeah, again, Sindar's my favorite. Darkling strong Lord. guy mm. is it? It'd be awesome to be able to transform into a gorilla. Yep. I think it'd be sweet. Uh, his staff is wicked awesome too. Yep, the destruction. <laughs> yeah, best thing it, ever. It's his love of animals, like his yes. simplicity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's, he's not quite a bad he, guy. He doesn't like people, but he likes yeah. animals. Yeah, and so. I just his like his simplicity of just like, he just bumbling through life i guess you could say you know it's just, <laughs> yep. he's just a great character yeah i would love to see that fleshed out and like why he's so like you know wild manish like you know like it feels like he was a survivalist before yeah. the the, the like the it's great... almost like he has shunned technology before right. technology was gone right well, he, well in the episode with the the plants in the jungle and stuff he says like jungle is my home exactly yeah, yeah. it so, comes from the jungle yeah so, yeah, so, so he, he he literally he is, lived there before he literally is like a like no a, I, I, a I think sindar is my favorite darkling lord yeah and there's Ravex so is the most entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> this was during a time. And I want to wrap this up with uh, with all of uh, the 80s, uh, March of the 80s. Yeah. The villain characters in the 80s were just as fleshed out as the main in a right. lot of cases. You don't uh, get that as much nowadays. When you get it, it's great. It's really good. But, but it, it was much more common back then yeah. to have villains that weren't right. completely evil. Exactly. Well, and just like even fleshed out. Like even a lot of completely evil ones like this one's really good yeah. because you yeah, dark do storm have, is completely evil and yeah. power hungry and but there, there, there are like complexes to certain yeah. characters well he like, also you know. he, he also in kind of a dr doomish way he thinks yeah. he's doing good by his people it's and, true and yeah yeah it's like providing for his people yeah, right. i should be the leader but recon uh just is the guy who gets paid he's, he's not a merc. like he's a merc mordred just loyal to Darkstorm. He's right. not necessarily like he'll do what Darkstorm commands. But an interesting episode know. that would have never that never happened that would have been cool to see yeah. why he is so loyal. Right? Yeah. Why is he loyal? Is it is a whole line of people that you know that he served? His family or served. Did them? Darkstorm save his life? Save his life? I don't know. We don't maybe, know. He, maybe Darkstorm yeah. was like a, right. uh, a celebrity or something in, in the previous life. Right. Yeah. He just looked up to him or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just weird. It would have been an interesting episode. I feel it like there's been, so much they could have yeah. done with their and they right. were clearly going to do with their past lives right? because yeah. they did it with Ektar and Recon S- sadly well, yeah, they, they, exactly they, yeah. you could see the little easter eggs like you said with Sindar saying jungle is my home and like, right. they, they and probably were yeah. yeah. do that and Virulina is a news anchor right yeah <laughs> yeah. the only one the only person you see prior to the takedown of technology is Virulina and she's mm. on the news and that's it uh, really weird um, uh, you see a little bit more of it in the comics right, I guess I she's a reporter not an anchor she's holding the mic is she I can't I th- remember I don't know but yeah. But, anyway, uh, yeah. but yeah she's definitely on the news that's the only thing I right. know Cravax uh, is just insane. Uh, he's an insane psychopath. <laughs> and he's all about you know taking yeah. taking what he can. Yep, scavenger through fear, <laughs> through fear. Yep, through fear, through intimidation and fear. That's, yep, that's what he is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like they, they flesh out so much. They flesh out a lot of. And he's that's also partially the reason Cryotech goes crazy on that too much power episode or whatever it's called. It, that it's Cravax. It's Cravax's totem, and it's just kind of like okay, that's not good. Uh, Sorcery squared. That's the name of the episode. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And he gets, yeah, because it's Cravex's totem, which is means part of his personality. And it's a great show, and people really should check it out uh, yes. by any means that they can. I know it's on Daily Motion. I know it's on Kiss Cartoon. I know there's bootleg DVDs, and I don't mind telling you this because it's not available anywhere. No, there's if if, if Hasbro's not if, saying it, here's a place to buy this, yeah, there's and, people need a way to enjoy it. Which brings us to what like which brings us to does it hold up? Yes, it more so than any of the top four I've talked about. Well, if you look at this like, holds up so well like, well like you said because it's only 13 episodes it's only 13 the 13th episodes. episode is by far the worst it's by far it holds, the worst episode it holds up the least yeah 
But yeah, the I feel like the um, because it's only thirteen episodes, right? There's there, the quality doesn't drop on a lot of it. Yeah, no. The the animation's always great. The, the voice acting's great. always great. The voice acting's perfect. The stories are done well. Yes, they're. They're all the characterization fantastic. fits throughout the whole thing. There's no jumps in characterization. Right. They're like, oh, we need this guy to come over. And it's a, it's a, if it's only a, the toy line had done better. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and, well, it wasn't even that. The toy line did fine. It's just Hasbro hit a giant wall and all toys just like sank at that point. The, the ratings for those shows, it was right around that time where like they started doing the whole like, oh, we're, we're going to start in, in integrating more education, educational programmings on Saturday mornings. That whole movement started then. Yep. It didn't really pervade to the 90s, but it was just like it, and it was just a big bottoming out of all the toy stuff. And this was one of the ones that got sacrificed for it. He Man ended on this as well. He Man, like, right? But, but He Man had been yeah. around for five more years. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, He Man had a lot more, a lot bigger run. They, they sure they had the whole thing, but it bottomed out as well. Like everything started to bottom out at this point right. until the 90s hit with Turtles. Where we're, well, you know, it was 87, but still. 87, 88, and 89, very short seasons. Turtles is a 90s I was, cartoon. I was, I was going to say, between 87 and 89, I think there's only like 15 episodes. <laughs> it's not a lot, because the first season's only five episodes. Like, yeah. it's literally five episodes, and that's And it. then I don't think there's anything in 88. Yeah. And 89, 89 is when they picked two. up after the I can't thing. tell you the yeah. full thing, but 90s is yeah. when that boom took off, right. and all the 90s stuff started to happen. You got Biker Mice from Marge, you got all that stuff, like, spawning off of the craze right. of TMNT, which we might do a month of uh, eventually. Uh, we'll see if I I want to do that. We could talk about a lot of stuff on that. Oh I yeah, Darkwing. See, Darkwing. I might save for a Disney afternoon month. Disney afternoon would be great. <laughs> okay. Darkwing, gargoyles, Darkwing, gargoyles, Tailspin, yep. Rescue Rangers, Ducktales, all Woo. that stuff. Woo. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, that that's it, guys. For March of the eighties, <clears throat> and this was the bombing out. Uh, sadly, it was a casualty. What it spawned. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> nothing came from this. Um, uh, the only thing close is that um, I think it was Mattel yeah. came out right after it was Supernaturals. Yeah. With the hol- same hologram oh, yeah, technology. Yeah. With, the, yeah, with the same hologram yeah. technology. Which and, like, also didn't. I mean, I don't think was there a show of it. No, I remember there was just was a toy line. There was I think it was Mattel, but but that was their com- their competition. They did yep. they did holograms in Supernaturals, and that was really all it spawned was just the competition. Yep. And neither did well. Yeah, so. it's a, it's a shame. Uh, you know, uh, Filmation bombed out shortly after with Brave Star, and that yep. was their best show. I um, love Brave Star. Brave Star was so good, and they they faltered right after it. It's like I love He Man, and I will always put He Man and She Ra above Brave Star. But quality wise, Brave Star is a better show. Yep. It's better written. It's better animated. It's got better designs. Also, in all those yeah. old eighty shows that had the anti drug message. Oh yeah, it's Brave Star has by far the best the best anti drug episode ever, which we said on here, so we're not going to say it again. Right. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Uh, I I love this show. The only thing that came of this was last year's Comic Con. Uh, yeah. They uh, and I have it. You I have, have one. I have yeah. one, which uh, I had to get it because it's the only merch. A Leoric, uh, might what's it called? My, Mighty me, whatever. Oh, Mighty mug. Mighty mug. A Leoric Mighty mug, uh, which is about a, about the size of a pop. Yeah, uh, a little, little, bit, little, little bit bigger. A little bit bigger than a pop. Um, it, it's it's just this ugly little thing that I I don't really like how they look, but yeah. it was like it's Leoric. It's, it's visionaries. It's the only merch of visionaries 
in 20 or 30 years <laughs> right i need to get this like it, it's like it's just so i i got i had to get it it's like uh yeah it was like 87, 87 right 87, 87 so, so 30 years 30 years like well <laughs> 29 by the yeah, point it came right, out. right. It's it's 2016 pr- yeah. it was probably the 30th anniversary that they were setting up for right. or whatever um the last time I talked about Visionaries, it was like that Hasbro was going to start producing things for it. That was the only thing that they've done so far, and it was a, a Comic-Con exclusive. You can only get it at Comic-Con. I bought it on eBay for pretty cheap because nobody knows what Visionaries is. Uh, and <laughs> Anyone who listens to this show I, absolutely knows what Visionaries is because me and you don't shut up about it. <laughs> I need the music from this show so bad. Yes. I have emailed Hasbro about this. If there is any Anyone listening to this show that knows any medium in which to go through to Avenue to Chase to get Hasbro to put this music on a CD or put it digitally out there, I will pay And we're not for talking it. about the theme. We can get the theme We can get the song. theme. The theme's on, on the YouTube. Actual score the actual score. The score, the in-show the in score, the action score, the, the tension score, all the music from that, if I could get that on a CD, it would make me the happiest human being on the planet because <laughs> it's some of my favorite music ever and i've never heard it without voice over it because it's all throughout the show um but that's that's all i got for today guys that's all i got do you want to do a tournament real quick Let's do a quick tournament, all right? Go for it. Uh, the night that uh, we're going to do the big four tournament, all right? We're going to take the four big heroes of the big four and the four big villains of the big four. <laughs> we're going to have a quick tournament. Here we go. We're going to do this up quick, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, we got uh, on the good on the good guys side. We got Duke versus Lino. Who wins? Lino. Lino wins that. Duke's tough, tough dude. But yeah. Lord of Thundercats is going to take him out. He's no tough. one who got killed by Serpentor can beat Lino. That's <laughs> you know he was protecting his brother. His loser brother got him killed. It wasn't half brother. Well, plus also yeah. Lino's got the sword of omens. It's true. He it's, it, he wins. All right. Yeah. Uh, he Man versus what's the other big one? Uh, what, what can I think of? Oh, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Yes, He Man versus Optimus Prime. That's He-Man. a good one. That's a good fight, though. Yeah, He-Man, though. He-Man. He- he- I, just, I just I'm imagine He-Man, He-Man just, like, ripping yeah. his hand off he- pretty much. He- he'd, rip, he'd rip him apart. Smack him with his own hand. <laughs> he- he'd rip him apart. So, uh, He-Man versus Does Optimus Lionel? have the Matrix of Leadership? Uh, no, he rips it. <laughs> no, because he rips it out of his <laughs> chest. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, he- so, He-Man versus Lino. We've done this See, one before. We did this on the uh, He-Man I'm, one, I'm, and I, I completely regret my original <laughs> decision. Because I went back, after the next day I went uh, to the shop and yeah. started watching more He-Man. I was like, yeah, He-Man runs really fast, so fast he can make a, tor- uh, a whirlpool. Or he's so strong, he's lifting, like, a mountainsides. Mountain. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, He-Man yeah, wins. Like, I feel like Lionel would be faster. Right. But, like, nope. He-Man would turn. I don't think he's faster. More agile, I, I don't know. I more, maybe more agile. More like, agile he could dodge yeah. a little bit better. But, like, just one good punch from He-Man yeah. Yeah. and Lionel's pink mist. He could literally, because we know the sort of the, the Eye of Thundera is not indestructible. It was mm-hmm. pierced by Excalibur in one episode. Yep. He could literally rip the Eye of Thundera out and just crush it between his hands, yep. <laughs> like a because di- he made a diamond one time in the show from coal. True. Yes. So it's like he could crush the Eye of Thundera yeah. and literally like destroy the entire line of Thundercats. <laughs> uh, it would be nuts. But anyway, um, so. He-Man wins that side. So on the villain side, we have, uh, let's go with 
uh, uh, Cobra Commander versus Skeletor. That's a good one. Skeletor. Skeletor wins that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, uh, here's the thing. Cobra Commander is a soldier and a scientist. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what, true. Have, what have you ever seen he him really do? Yeah, he, he sits really up much. there and yells at all his lackeys. That's yeah, all I mean, he's, he's real good at pimping out his out. His out sure, yeah, yes, he is. Look at that. Sick capes and stabs. So Skeletor wins that one. Mumra versus Megatron. That's a pretty good one. I kind of like Mumra. Yeah, Mumra, but I, 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 I kind of I gotta say, is, is Mumra like powered up or? Is yeah, he he's, oh yeah, absolutely. He's oh, ever, so living. He's ever living, ever living, sure. Okay. Ancient spirits of evil, boom, out there. Yeah, so yeah, I have to go Mumra. I'm going Mumra too. It's it's clean sweeps all, all so far. That's a tough one though because Megatron's really good. Yeah. All right, so Mumra versus Skeletor. <laughs> it's Mumra. Yeah. It's Mumra. <laughs> it's Mumra. It's not even close. So. Not even a question. Not even a question. So here's a good fight. He-Man uh, Mumra? He-Man I think versus we know who Mumra. Wins. Yeah. Who wins? He-Man versus Mumra. I think we already know who wins. They kind of yeah. did this in the, this, uh, the new comic. Yeah, the new they comic, they did, yeah. Thundercats and He-Man. Thundercats and He-Man, yeah. Um, who wins? But yeah, it's He-Man. Is it He-Man? I think He-Man wins. He- He-Man deals with sorcery. That's true. May- maybe not at the level of Mumra. Like, Skeletor's right. kind of right. uh, apprentice sorcery. He's, he's, yeah, friendly, yeah. Yeah, but... but I, I feel like He-Man. He-Man He-Man's kind of the Superman I th- I of think, the Saturday morning cartoon. I think I think Mumra wins by outliving him. But no, uh, <laughs> in, in a fight, I, I I agree. I think He-Man is the overall winner of the uh, of the eighties uh, March of the eighties. Who would win tournaments? There, I just made it official. So there we go. <laughs> it's official now. It's official. You just need a theme song. Just now. need a theme song. There we go. For our so. super short segment. So he did it. Uh, he Man wins. He wins it all. He all man, of it. He Man's the champion of the eighties. He's the champion of the eighties. Also of the eighties. Also spawned all of this other stuff. He essentially, did. he's yeah. the grandfather. He's the he's the Superman yep. of the of that uh, of that era. So very much so. Uh, you you can you can you know you can criticize He Man all you want, but uh, you have to appreciate it for uh, for what it's for what it is so there we go e-man uh, hand-painted backgrounds win everything it's true oh, yeah, beautiful. Oh, <laughs> hand-painted backgrounds baby that's it guys i appreciate you being on uh thank you so much mitch you're on that backed and bearded show we got the thing going on we dropped new episodes every single wednesday mm-hmm. um you had know jim lee episode you had a we had a jim lee episode we uh just did what was this week Ah oh, man, I do. Uh, I'm on the number, episodes. Like, why, why can't number, I remember? It's number ninety. Um, I put up a, a thing for it. I know. Yeah, and you're, you're you're part of it too, in a way. Yeah. Didn't you just do Old Man Logan? Uh, old, old, old Man Logan. Logan. There Logan. we go. I was, I was like, it's like as soon as I said, it, I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Old Man Logan. Um, and then this one upcoming, we're going to do uh, old school artists. Okay. So like Sabusimo, awesome. Jim Aparo, nice. Armani Fatino. Oh wow, stuff like that. So, cool, cool. Yeah, because we always do new artists, and it's like that's great. Let's talk about the old guard, man. Let's talk about the guys who started this stuff. Dan Sakai. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Hey, you know, he's a big, he's a, he's big, a big name, old. man. He, he back in the day. Yeah. Um, also, I got this uh, thing we do. Uh, if you guys visit the Destination Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, I, every Tuesday I got my Tuesday shipments with Mitch where I pick five books. Mm-hmm. Kind of go over them, read them, and tell you why I like them. And uh, definitely I always recommend people to check that out. Yep, absolutely. And also, I am on the Table of Fun this week. You were. You uh, did a good job. Hunter and I on the Table of Fun. Uh, that was impromptu. Last second, I walked in and they said, hey, we'll be on table fun. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. It was fun. For being uh, on the fly, you did a great job. Thank you. I and I kind of, I kind of had to coax Hunter into 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 doing. It. He's like, I don't oh, want to yeah. do it. I'm like, oh come on, man, it'll be fun. <laughs> it's table of fun. Come on, it's fun. Yeah. Jeez. 
there we go. He did a good job too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I think he he was instantly better when I came in. Like he seemed like really nervous, like just he, doing oh, his own. He, I, I, yeah, I could I could see well. Hunter. I could see yeah. Hunter not wanting to do anything alone. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, but like, the the moment I like, came in, he was like, "Oh yes, please, like, thank yes, you. Come come in and do this with me." Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. A lot of good Steven Universe pops. The second week. Oh Steven Universe no, pops. man! Go check out Steven Universe pops. Go watch Steven Universe. It's a good show. It's a great show. It's a good show. Have you never heard of it? Silver never... Bloodstone. That's a bad. That's episode. a bad episode. It's the worst episode. Yeah. No one likes that episode. No one should watch it. It's dumb. Uh, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for being on, Brian. Thanks for always being on. Uh, it's always good to have you. Nothing uh, to plug. Yeah, nothing to plug yet. <laughs> we'll get you on something. No, um, we'll find something for you. One. Uh, but yeah, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at destinationcomics.com. Check us out on Animation Destination with my dot uh, com with my written reviews. Got a got a review of every Samurai Jack episode coming out uh, for each episode. Should be a good time. Uh, go check that out. Also, uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and at Animation Pod on Twitter. Next week is going to be a versus a Who Would Win Spectacular. Yeah. Next week on Animation Destination. That's it for this week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.